0: Welcome to Collection Conversations. Today we're talking about the model of King Street, Sydney in the 1880s and the influence of the Kwong Tat tea rooms. With us today are Richard, Peter, Norm, Leslie, Ron, Alan, Ernie and Vin.
1: Probably 10 years ago I was there and a lady came in and said she was researching her great-grandfather, I think it was, and She said, I believe you have a model of King Street. And we said, yes. And she said, I'm researching my grandfather and he had a shop in King Street. And she said, I'm wondering if I could see the model. So we took her down to the model stretched out as one long street. We said, do you know the address? And she said, yes, it was 176 King Street. Okay. What was his name? Oh, his name was Thomas Nicholson. Okay, so we went along with a torch and we came down King Street and we got to 176 and there was the building with his name, Thomas Nicholson, and we shone the torch in the window and you could see some of his things in the window that he sold. And this lady, she looked at this and she couldn't believe what she was seeing. She was basically seeing her grandfather shop because all the information she had was exactly there in front of her. The only thing that didn't happen is that he didn't come out of the door and meet her. I was waiting for that. And this lady, she just about melted when she saw that. It was quite an experience, I can tell you. Nice story, Richard. Yeah. Thank you. In those days, there in King Street, uh, the main lot of buildings were pubs and houses of ill repute. That was the King's Cross of its time, I mm-hmm. believe. And pubs—that was, was where the, all the entertainment and um, and uh, knees up was uh, carried out. Well, all of you would would remember the Cross in its heyday, and uh, I. I can only imagine how King Street was in the 1880s. But it must have been a major thoroughfare because the cable car ran up King Street. The didn't cable I? car did run, but that was uh, that was a bit later, the cable car, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah.
0: There
1: was, there was tea rooms dotted over the place. The Queen Victoria Building, I think, even had a contact uh, tea room. You'd have to have a cup of tea between dalliances, wouldn't you? <laughs> in King Street. I think the Kuang Tat tea rooms, from what I understand, is the Chinese population tended to use that his tea rooms as a, as a meeting place and because it was a Chinese owner and population, they were comfortable there, they could speak their own language and he, Kuang Tat, apparently became almost the sort of chief of the Chinese population in Sydney.
0: I actually love that model. It's one of my favourite at the MDC. Um, I do remember about contact's influence on the suffragette movement because, like Richard was saying, it was a meeting place and it was one of the only places that the women could safely meet as well. So I believe he had quite a few suffragette meetings occurring in his tea rooms. Alison, would it
1: also have been used by women because of the influence of the temperance movement which was very strong in that time wasn't it the i mean well,
0: that they makes sense i the hadn't local, they wouldn't have mentioned the local pump well they couldn't it was well, they weren't really allowed to as no. well so um that's why the tea rooms were somewhere women could feel they yeah. could but i'm yeah. not sure about the temperance movement i haven't really just seen a
1: thought anything. Well, I've heard a little bit about that too is because down one end was all the pubs and the other end was the legal part. During the day they were at the legal end and at night they were down at the pub end. (laughs) (laughs) Drumming up business.
0: (laughs) These are the conversations from volunteers and visitors that bring the Powerhouse Collection to life with their personal stories and experiences. For more information about the objects, visit the mass.museum website.